Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. What is up? Welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to tell you that I have been, my DMs have been blowing the heck up about people asking me, oh my gosh, it's mid-November. I am freaking out already about how I'm going to save for Christmas, how I'm going to buy the gifts I want to buy, how I'm going to do all those things, and how to plan for it. Christmas only happens in December. And so this isn't a normal expense or thing that you're saving for. So what I did is I created a free three day challenge and it is absolutely epic. Um, And so it's going to have how to save for gifts, how to buy the gifts you want without stressing about the money, how to get the best gifts yourself, how to plan for holiday um, travel or extra holiday expenses with like potlucks and Christmas secret Santa gifts and all those different things. It's absolutely epic and it is going to be this week. So if you are listening to this podcast in real time, go to the show notes, click the link and sign up for this free challenge because it is going to be a live challenge that's going to run the end of this week. If you are listening to this episode and the time it's like way past when the the episode dropped, that's okay. You can still go click the link in the show notes and watch the replay of the challenge. So even if it's a couple weeks and you're closer to December, still go click the link, register because then you'll get all the replay videos, all the worksheets. It'll be epic. Okay. Wanted to tell you that first. Now let's pop into the episode. Okay, now let's pop into the episode. So today we're going to be talking about true wealth. True wealth. And the difference between real wealth and what often we use to determine wealth. Okay, so we're going to be talking about the difference between your net worth and societal worth. Okay. Um, recently this last week I did a training, I did a speaking event and I talked about the five key things you need to do to lock in your millionaire mindset. Okay. Lock in your millionaire mindset, lock in your millionaire status. And when I gave this training, what I said at the start was that people often think they lock in their millionaire status at 60 or 58 you're locking in your millionaire status today. The things that you are doing today in your 20s or in your 30s or whatever, the things you are doing in your life at whatever age you are right now is locking in your millionaire status, which is why it's so important to start doing this stuff right now. Okay. And the first, so I talked about five things. I'm only going to talk about the number one thing, which is you have to know your wealth to grow your wealth. 
You have to know your wealth to grow your wealth. So often, people are so worried about chasing the promotion, chasing the increased salary, chasing the raise, chasing the next client, chasing a higher revenue, whatever, that they forget to manage the money that they currently have. And if you are not a good steward of the money you have, it is going to be hard to grow wealth. So know your current wealth, okay? In order to do that, that's where we are talking about the difference between net worth and societal worth. Because a lot of times when we are talking about knowing our wealth, we think of societal worth. Okay? And societal worth, what is that? That is what Instagram sees. Okay? You tell me, oh my gosh, look up this girl. I follow her on Instagram. She's crushing it. I'm like, okay, type in her username, pull up her Instagram, and I'm scrolling. And I'm like, ooh, she drives a really nice car. Oh, it just looks like she took a vacation to Cabo. Oh, she's drinking some fancy wine. And I'm scrolling through, and I'm determining her societal worth based on what I see, based on what it looks like she owns or what it looks like he owns or what it looks like the car that he drives, how it looks like someone's doing. And oftentimes, instead of focusing on our actual wealth, we focus on our societal worth. We focus on showing people it looks like we're crushing it. We focus on getting a car that paying for it is a huge burden and it's so stressful and we can barely make ends meet and we're not putting any in savings, but it looks like we're crushing it. Or we are doing, maybe going on the vacation, putting it all on credit card that then we're going to stress out about for the next six months, but at least it looks like we're crushing it. And so we focus on our societal worth. What I want you to focus on instead is your net worth. Your net worth is the true measurement of your wealth. And your net worth is basically what you own, what you own minus what you owe. And we're just doing super high level here. So we're going to, let, let's first talk about what you own. And you can do this on a piece of paper and stick with me because a lot of people get to this point and they're like, Oh, I'm bad at math. I can't do this. This is overwhelming. Take a deep breath. We're going to go one step at a time. Pull up a freaking notepad. Pull up the notepad on your phone. I'm going to make this so easy for you. Okay, so write net worth and then write own. What do you own? Okay, so that includes what you have in your savings account what you have in retirement. What assets do you own? Not have, own. If you have a car, but you have a loan on your car, again, we're just being very broad. We either own it or we don't. There's calculators online that can tell you if you only have a loan on this percent of your car and what make and model and what you what percentage you actually own and owe. We're not going to get that high level or that like micro about it. We're going to say high level. So savings account, retirement. Um, if you own your car completely, if you have no debt on it, you own it. Those are the things that go into own. Okay. Any assets, stocks, bonds. Um, if you own your home, uh, anything that you own. Okay. And you're going to put the totals. 
So savings, what's the total that's in your savings account? Retirement, what's the total that's in your retirement? Your car, what is the car worth if you sold it? Okay, write all these things down. And then we're going to go on, we're going to come back to that, leave it for a second. Then write, oh, what do you owe? All, write all of your debt, student loans, if you have a personal loan, if you have credit card debt, anything that you owe, if you have a mortgage, if you have a car loan, anything that you owe, write it down. And then same thing, write the total, write, okay, I owe student loans and I owe 35,000, write that. Next, I owe credit card, I have 10,000. Write all of those things out, okay? Total them, total both of them. So go to own and add up all the savings account, retirement, et cetera, et cetera. Add that up. What's the total of amount that you own? And then go to owe. What's the total amount that you owe? And then we're gonna subtract what we own and then we're going to subtract what we owe. Okay, so we take own minus O. And if you get a negative number, that's okay. In fact, that's normal. The range of average net worth for millennials is negative. Okay, it is negative. So it's okay if your net worth is negative, but it's important that we focus on that number. If it's negative 35,000, what do we want to do? We want to get that to zero and then we want to increase it up to positive 35,000 and then 100,000 all the way up, all the way up. We want to grow that. And the biggest thing, let me take a, a pause real quick because this week I made a ballsy post on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. And I made this statement. I shot my, you know, I, what's it, you know, like shoot your shot. I shot my shot. <laughs> and said, I'm going to be a millionaire by 27. And I had a lot of people ask me, what does that mean? Does that mean you make a million dollars a year? Like, what does that mean? There are millionaires that, or there are people that make a million dollars a year and are not millionaires. And there are people that don't make a million dollars a year and they are millionaires because your million, it being a millionaire means that your net worth equals a million. Okay, so everything that you own minus what you owe equals a million. That makes you a millionaire. Okay, so just to clarify that. So whatever your net worth is currently at, getting that to a million is what makes you a millionaire. That's how we get there. And a lot of people are like, okay, so my net worth is currently at negative 60,000 and I'm supposed to make that to a million? And they freak out, right? They're like, this is impossible. This is crazy. If you, um, I use this analogy at my speaking event. If someone were to call me and say, yo, Chloe, you have to get to Africa tomorrow night. I would be so overwhelmed. I would be like, Africa? tomorrow. Like what? I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to, what to do. I would be so overwhelmed. But if I took a step back and said, okay, what are my first couple of steps to get there? Number one, I would have to reach out to my team and tell them that we had to clear the calendar of my client calls. I had to reschedule my client calls, reschedule application calls for the wealth accelerator, whatever's on my calendar. We'd have to move it. 
Um, I'd have to book a plane ticket. I would have to pack. I would have to figure out where in Africa I need to go. I'd have to, you know, I'd make the steps to go there. I'd make the first steps to go there and that would provide me so much comfort. That would provide me so much security in knowing that I just have to take a couple steps to get there. So that's what I want you to do. Oops. Um, just smash my toe on the wall. Totally fine. I'm fine. Just have a broken toe. No big deal. Um, so what I want you to do is throw yourself a little priority party, a little priority party. Instead of a pity party, which we all love throwing, we're going to throw a priority party. And that basically means that, what do you, okay, what do you do when you throw a pity party? You're like, oh, I'm tired and I'm just like my stomach hurts and I forgot to pick up groceries. And you just ramble off all the things that you are feeling bad about. So for a priority party, you are going to list out all of the things that you want to prioritize. Okay. What are all of the things that you want to prioritize? Okay. Write them out. Just word vomit, brain dump them on a piece of paper. After you do that, I want you to do a couple things. The first thing I want you to do is to list them out from one to 10 or however many you have. List them out. Right, number one, save for a wedding. Number two, save for a car. Number three, pay off my debt, whatever. Then next to each number, write the total. How much debt do you need to pay off? What's the total? How much do you need to save for a car? What is the total? And then on the next column, I want you to write the date at which you want to complete that the date at which you want to complete that. So say for a wedding, you need $10,000 more and when do you need that by? Probably by the wedding or maybe before if you need to put down payments or whatever. Write the date down and then you can start to say, okay, cool, how can I do this? If I if the date at which I need to save this $10,000 for is 10 months away, that means I need to be saving $1,000 a month in order to hit that goal. So how can I do that? How can I do that? That's when you go back and say, what am I spending my money on? How do I need to prioritize this in order to hit this goal? And remember, you should only be focusing on one priority at a time. So if you're saving that $10,000 and you need $1,000 a month, that means you're not putting money to something else. You're not putting extra money towards other savings goals or anything else. You're just focusing on one goal at a time. So you start doing that and you're trucking through that, looking at the dates, bada bing, bada boom. And what we do is as we work through this priority list, your net worth should be raising. Your net worth should be increasing. Are there things on your priority list that will not increase your net worth? Sure. Throw in a vacation, of course. Throw in, you know, some fun. Throw in a spa day, whatever. But as you chuck through your whole entire priority list, you should be increasing your net worth, okay? So saving money for a car, buying a car in cash increases your net worth. Paying off your debt and therefore getting rid, making your net worth less negative 
increases your net worth. Saving and making sure you're prioritizing money to put into retirement increases your net worth. Okay, so when you break it down like this and you say, cool, when I finish all of these 10 goals, I'm going to finish the 10th goal by um, you know, June of 2022, where will my net worth be then? And calculate that. That's how I calculated my goal of being a millionaire by 27. That's how I calculated that. Okay, so make sure that you're going through this and making sure that your priorities are increasing your net worth as a whole. It's okay if there's one about a vacation, have some fun, turn up in Cabo, but then go back and do things that increase your net worth, not your societal worth. Your societal worth is what everyone sees on Instagram. That's not what matters in the long run. That's not your true wealth. Your true wealth is your net worth. And when we focus on knowing your worth and or knowing your wealth, not your worth, knowing your wealth, that's when we can grow your wealth. That's when we can increase our net worth. Okay, that's when we get to do that. When we're managing the money we currently have, then we can grow for the future. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was very tactical. Um, we're talking all about the step-by-step ways to, to really understand this whole net worth concept and how to increase it, how to start planning and get your money stuff together so you can be a future bajillionaire. Duh. All right. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love this episode, go leave a review. I love you for doing that. And make, and make sure that you check the show notes to join the free challenge it's beginning to cost a lot like Christmas. It's amazing. It's this week. So make sure you click in the show notes and sign up. I will see you there.